tell you who's doing sneakers the best in the game right now. That's New Balance. The two-way V4, featuring this groundbreaking use of technology with fresh foam. It's called Fuel Cell, creating this combination that we love of rebound and cushioning. Fresh Foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort your entire game from start to finish. The upper construction features this lightweight textile that reduces weight, which we all need, I know I do, while remaining supportive and breathable. Hard to find that combo. The two-way V4 gives you the tools that you need to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way V4 at newbalance.com. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Last time we talked about Nuggets in the Lakers series, I said, don't let those national figures tell you, those pundits, trick you into thinking that the Lakers have a chance after they came back from 20 and they still lost in game one. These moral victories that they're trying to claim that they had are not real. Let's face it. Like, the, what the national media wanted, and we know this, was a Boston-LA Finals. We know that. They tried everything possible to make it happen. Like, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. They push that narrative at every opportunity. Just because you push a narrative doesn't mean that's the outcome that we're going to get, right? For example, Lakers lost game one. According to the national media, no. The Lakers didn't really lose. They figured something out. They got some kinks ironed, and now... They've got Denver on the ropes. Denver won game one. No, they didn't, Trista. Denver's actually in trouble. Denver is actually really should be scared right now by what the Lakers uh, have figured out. Jokic goes insane, fills up the stat sheet. What was the stat sheet again? 34, 21, and 14. Nope. When Rui was on them, though, they went scoreless as a team, and he didn't score. If you're a fan of basketball, that commentary is gross. If you're a fan of the Heat and the Nuggets who have been slandered along the way, they only talk about the losing teams because those teams, quote-unquote, move the needle as narrative national teams, that's unforgivable. That is unforgivable. I get this. I know this. I'm a Blazer fan. I watched the Portland Trail Blazers with Damian Lillard go to the Western Conference Finals, by the way, beating the Denver Nuggets, with Evan Turner... Mo Harkless, I mean, a bunch of randoms. Al Farouk Aminu and Enes Cantor and Rodney Hood, Nick Stauskas, Seth Curry off the G League, Jake Lehman, all playing significant minutes. I know what it is like for the national media to dismiss you 
and to deny and make it seem like you do not belong in this conversation, but I personally will not fall into this trap. We must give the winners their flowers. So what that the Nuggets have never accomplished anything in terms of winning a championship? Who cares? The Nuggets may have a boring name, the Nuggets. They may be in a sleepy yet amazing city, but they're one of the most fun teams to watch in the NBA. Let's be real. Jamal Murray is showing up and showing out. Jamal Murray is not a bubble king. He is a legit superstar, a legit shot maker. He can take over against anyone. I promise you, Jamal Murray will be an all-star next year. I, If he continues this way in this pace, Jamal Murray all-NBA next year. And we're seeing it again that Michael Malone is an incredible coach. And Joker, don't sleep on Joker. He can take over the, when the, whenever the fuck he wants. MPJ, one of the best clutch shooters from deep. Aaron Gordon, Swiss Army knife that keeps things going. And another thing that's evident as it relates to Joker, like remember in the beginning of the year when it was Joker's to lose? It was He was clearly going to win his third MVP. And it was unanimous. And then people started to get into the mix with the well actuallys. Maybe the initial instinct was right. Maybe the initial thought to give him his third MVP was the correct one. Because then people came in and they were like, well, actually, if he wins three MVPs in a row, he'll be in the category of Larry Bird. And Jokic has never won anything to the level of Larry Bird. So what has he done in the postseason? All the other three-time MVPs have significant, significant postseason experience and success. I mean... Okay, fine. And he's about to win a championship. Like, most likely the Denver Nuggets are going to win the championship. So maybe, maybe we should have just, like, laid off a of Jokic. I don't know. I think they were the one seed at that time we were saying that too. But nobody wanted to believe because Denver Nuggets haven't accomplished a goddamn thing yet. It appears they are going to accomplish a lot. They are going to the finals. And the Heat, Butler, Spo, Bam, collection of sniper role players, really freaking good. A lot of... Uh, we'll call it adversity in the regular season, but by the way, they were the one seed last year, and they were one Jimmy Butler jumper away from the finals. So please shut up, nerds. Please. Please. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. To me, here's the bigger issue. I think I'm going crazy because I think basketball commentary is, is getting dumber and dumber by the second. Like, did you guys see Mike Greenberg legit asking if the Lakers should sit their starters in game five in the second round of the playoffs? He's getting $8 million a year to ask these questions. The dumbest questions of all time. He legit said, did the Miami Heat win game two? Or did Boston Celtics just lose it? That's what he said. He, these are Jesus Christ. Who are these people? This is chat GPT taking over. 2005 sports radio thought that this shit was played out. It's painful. I used to love NBA countdown and now it sucks. And by the way, like, does anybody, 
Does anybody like sort of see or notice that Malik Andrews, who took over for Rachel Nichols for NBA Countdown, just like, I don't know, he's just gone? Like, like I remember. Pepperidge Farms remembers. There are literally now no women on the NBA Countdown show. They used to be hosted by a woman and had Malika Andrews on there as commentary as well. And now from two women to zero women, you've got a retread goober who got carried by two decades by Mike Golick and Screamin' A. Smith, who I love, and Mike Golick, or, uh, and uh, Mike Wilbon, who I love. But like, yo, we don't care about y'all. No one wants to hear Mike Greenberg talk about the NBA. Stick to get up. I'm done. It's not just ESPN. Ryan Rossillo, who has done nothing but hate on Miami in the playoffs, the Heat beat the Bucks and, and the Knicks, and all Rossillo had to say was that Miami was a fluke. It's like that, uh, that Simpsons meme where it's like, say it again, and it's the last team that Miami beat. Say it again, and he's, he's like Bart Simpson with the team that last got beat by the Heat, and, and it's like, yeah, the Miami Heat can't keep doing this. And they do keep doing this. No one could predict this, Ryan Rosillo said. Oh, there's nothing to learn from how Miami built this roster. It's a fluke. The Celtics are better. Just dismissal. Just disrespect. What does this have to do? What does next year have to do with this year's Eastern Conference Finals? Nothing. Nothing. You wonder why Bam and Jimmy are like, no, we are not shocked by this. Stop asking us these dumbass questions. Eric Spolster, please stop talking about these undrafted players. You guys are lazy. I don't care about the Lakers anymore. I love LeBron. This team has wildly exceeded expectations. We should have been done talking about them in January. I want to talk about Nuggets. I want to talk about KCP, Bruce Brown, and Christian Braun, the rookie, and Aaron Gordon, and this small market team that's one of the funnest teams to watch in the NBA, and the way that they are crushing the national media, telling us that super teams are all that matters, and that narratives are all that matters. The Nuggets aren't underdogs. What are we talking about? They were the number one seed in the West. They're the third best team in the NBA. They have a two-time MVP on the team. They're not underdogs. They just play in Denver. And, and this narrative about Miami, oh, it's hot in Miami. People go to Miami and they party and it's too hot and the humidity bothers them and there's no fans there. Like, stop being these people. These people suck. By the way, Miami's up 3-0. And ESPN is still giving the Celtics a 26% chance to win this series despite that no team has ever come back from down 3-0 ever in history. The Heat are 12-3 and in play-in since the plan and the playoffs this year. They have rolled six wins in their last seven games. They are 5-2 and two against the Celtics, including 3-1 and one at TD Garden. Why does anybody think that this Celtics team, who Malcolm Brogdon said can't get their shit together against the Atlanta Hawks, why in a seven-game series, why do they think that Boston can beat that team four times? They can't. But it doesn't fit that clean, little cute narrative, Boston versus L.A., it does not fit LeBron coming back down 3-0 and the Celtics storming back in, in seven games. This isn't fucking Disneyland. This is not, like, yes, the script writers, but the saving grace is that the national media, once this is all over, will have to talk about the Heat and the Nuggets. But they'll probably just talk about Jimmy Butler and Jokic. Like, let's just be honest. That's probably all I'll say. I'm not going to listen. Uh, but at least they will be forced to talk about the teams that actually are winning and not the teams that they desperately want to win.